0: Welcome back to Genuine Love Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Full disclosure. This is take seven of the intro. I don't know what our problem is. <laughs> this is so bad. We sometimes we just, you know, we just get the giggles. The giggles <laughs> get I The guess. giggles.
1: But it's more just like we can't we're just not functioning like no. normal humans today for some reason. No. I'm
0: cold and like, wrapped up in a blanket over there weird. her like, body temperature is always all over the place it
1: makes no sense like i'm always like hot natured i'm always warm
0: and then yeah. today i come up here and i'm like i'm freezing today cold. she's cold my feet are cold i feel like warm right now maybe we've switched We're i don't know all over the place today so We're all, something's uh, off something's off Jinsen.
1: i don't understand and so we've done like six or seven takes of this stupid intro <laughs> one day
0: we just need to do bloopers Oh, that would be
1: great. That would be a whole episode.
0: Oh, yeah. just
1: an hour of bloopers. Of me saying, edit that out. (laughs) Edit that out.
0: Don't put that in there. That was a bad idea.
1: So, I mean, yeah. So, what are we talking about today, Virginia?
0: We're talking about discernment today.
1: Discernment. Discernment. So, are you praying or am I praying? You're praying today. I'm praying today. Okay. Well, I'll start us off with prayer, and we can go from there. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, God, I just thank you so much for this time that Virginia and I have to dive into your word and just focus on your truth. I pray that the people that are listening to this today, God, would just hear your voice and feel your presence and that you would speak to them in a supernatural and mighty way. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives and everything that you're going to do. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Discernment. Discernment. So, if you don't know what discernment means, Jensen has a definition I'm for us. At all because she's our I defi- Googled it. If you haven't noticed by now, she's our definition girl. She's I'm, very good at definition.
1: Yep. They used to call me Webster.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Who did? They Ooh.
1: did. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to call you Webster from you now on. So. it's
1: a It's a dictionary joke for those that. Don't get it. Okay. Anyway, uh, discernment. So in its simplest definition, uh, discernment is nothing more than the ability to decide between truth and error or right and wrong. So it's the process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about truth. Mm. So in other words, it's the ability to think with discernment or the ability to think with discernment is synonymous with the ability to think biblically.
0: Yeah. And as believers, we gain discernment through a relationship with God and through the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit that lives inside of us through not quenching the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. by living in righteousness and walking closely with the Lord. But it's very, very possible for us to not have discernment if we're not walking closely with the Lord or if, you know, certain sin in our life is hindering us from that. Um, If we're walking in unrighteousness, it's very possible for us to be blinded to certain things and not even realize it. That's why sometimes like – A friend can come to you and say something that they see in you and you're completely blindsided because you Mm -hmm. have no idea. So
1: in 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 through 22, it, it talks about how it's the responsibility of every Christian to be discerning. And it says, but examine everything carefully, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from every form of evil. And then similarly in 1 John, you know, the Apostle John issues a similar warning when he says, don't believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god because many false prophets have gone out into the world that's first john four one so according to the new testament discernment is not optional for believers it's required so and the failure i think to distinguish between truth and lies leaves us subject to false teaching which false teaching is such a big thing right now oh yeah as we i mean honestly as we get closer to the rapture, I mean, it's going to continue to be a big thing, but it, it leads to, false teaching leads to an unbiblical mindset, which obviously will result in, you know, not being fruitful and disobedient mm-hmm. living. And it's just kind of a recipe for compromise. And one of my favorite quotes is by Elizabeth Elliot, And she says, I think of the word of God as a straight edge, which shows up our own crooked crookedness. We can't really tell how crooked our thinking is until we line it up with the straight edge of scripture. And I think that that is such a perfect, a perfect analogy for the word of God being a straight edge. Like, if we are in our lives confused about a decision that we have to make or even just going through day-to-day tasks um, in our thought lives and stuff like that, distinguishing between truth and lies, understanding that we can always go back to Scripture and have have that lined up with Scripture, and it will show us the direction to go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and kind of like what we talked about last week, there is a a big problem right now with believers spending more time listening to teachers than being in the Word of God, and obviously this podcast is meant just to be a supplement to your time in the Word, never a replacement or a fulfillment or anything like that, but in this age of podcasts and you know Bible studies and stuff like that, we get bogged down in what people are teaching than what god has taught in scripture and it's great to have teachers and it's great to have preachers obviously Mm -hmm. it's great to have podcasts and stuff but they are all meant to be supplements not the main thing Mm -hmm. and so yeah we're spending more time listening to teachers than being in the word of god but we need god more than we need people god is the one who is never going to fail he's the one who is always going to be consistent always going to be the same and his truth is the only thing that we can base discernment off of. And we only gain discernment by being able to recognize the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's so important that we can recognize God's voice apart from all the other voices out there mm-hmm. who may be saying things that sound like scripture or sound like they line up with scripture, mm-hmm. but might be a little off and we don't even Recognize that because we're not lining it up with that straight edge like what you talked about.
1: Well, I love that too. And I just thought of, um, I listened to a Priscilla Shire sermon, I guess it was maybe like a year and a half ago, and it has stuck with me. It was so good. Um, But at one point in the sermon, she's talking about how they went to Africa on like a family vacation type of thing, and they went on a safari. And the tour guide was talking to them about the zebras that they had Mm -hmm. and there was, um, that they had, that were there. And there was like a baby zebra and the tour guide told the family, they were like, he said, um, he was like, yeah, oh, I haven't seen that baby, the baby zebra since it was born. And Priscilla Shire was like, what do you mean? Where did it go? And he said, well, when baby zebras are born, the mother takes the baby away from the rest of the herd and takes them like to a different part so that the baby can learn the patterns of the mother's stripes he was like because the forehead like the stripe pattern on the forehead of a zebra is unique it's like a snowflake type of thing it's unique to every zebra I don't know if that's just like for the females or I don't know but it's a unique thing and he was like and that's so that when As the baby grows, when he's released back into the herd, he can distinguish his mother's face from the rest of the zebras that look like her. And she used that as an example of like, that's why it's important for us to get alone with God, Mm -hmm. get alone with our father, study his face so that we know when we're out in the world and everybody else is posing as him and looks like him, Mm -hmm. we can distinguish what is him, what's his word, what is his teaching and the truth. As opposed to everything else, yeah, you know, isn't that such a good That's such e- a good analogy? Example. I just yeah. thought that
0: was really cool. Um, I think I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I think I, maybe it was from her. That's yeah. so cool, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's true. I mean, we're we lack a huge we have a huge lack of discernment among believers today because you can even look how divided the church is right mm-hmm. now. Um, and we, you know, our our goal is to never make this a political podcast or anything like that because right. we want it. We want to to talk about God's word and anything can be applied to God's word. It's mm-hmm. always going to be applicable no matter what we're going through. Mm-hmm. And we just want this to be a podcast that you can listen to at any point and it not line up politically or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the way the church is right now is it's very divided. And there are so many issues out there that are kind of gray, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's not really black and white answers to some of these things. Just a few examples are masks versus no masks or Trump versus never Trumpers and stuff like that. And so there's huge division in the church. And a problem is, and I think a reason why some of us, most of us are a little off, I would say, or a lot off in some areas, we all need realignment and we all need Mm -hmm. to to re-examine what we're believing and if what we're believing lines up with scripture or not because mm-hmm. either it lines up with scripture or it, or it right. doesn't you know so we need to be asking god to show us where we're lacking discernment and to reevaluate in our own lives where we're lacking mm-hmm. and we need to be very careful who we listen to And that's another thing like we sometimes put so much hope and faith and trust in these people who are teachers and teach Mm -hmm. God's word that we love. But sometimes we can end up listening to them over scripture and believing anything that they say instead of making sure that what they're saying lines up with scripture. And that's one way that our discernment can really get thrown off because if we're putting our hope and trust in a fallible person that person can be wrong. (laughs) They can be very wrong. They can be going off of their emotions, and we need to make sure that we are always lining up with Scripture, with the Word of God, that we can hear His voice clearly and that we can weed out information or lies that are not from Him. So discernment
1: Mm -hmm. is intersecting with the Christian life at every point all the time. So, Mm -hmm. And God's Word provides us with the needed discernment about every issue in our lives. I mean, like in Second Peter says that he's granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us. So I think that the true knowledge of him, that's where we find our discernment. That's mm-hmm. where we find our answers. Um, and we've been given everything we need to live a Christian life in this fallen world through our knowledge of him. And how else do we have true knowledge of God but through the pages of his word. Mm -hmm. And in fact, Peter even goes on to say that um, such knowledge comes through God's granting to us his precious and magnificent promises in 2 Peter 1.4. So without discernment, we're really at risk for Paul talks about in Ephesians 4, being tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. And I think that that is where so many believers are mm-hmm. because we don't, and I feel like we've come back to this point so so many times and like, especially in recent episodes. And I really think that it's something that God has been just working on in, in my heart. But these issues that we're running into, this lack of discernment and stuff and so many other things that we as Christians struggle with. The underlying problem is that we don't know who God is. Mm -hmm. We don't understand his character and Mm -hmm. we don't know what his word says. And until we do, until we stop relying on other people or our parents or our church friends or our pastor or studies that we buy from, you know, Lifeway or whatever, until we stop relying on those things to tell us who God is and start diving into his word. Mm -hmm we're always going to struggle with these things and not that's not to say that you know if we learn about him and and commit to commit to reading our bible and stuff every day that everything's going to be super easy obviously that's not the truth but how much more fruit would we bear as believers if Mm -hmm. we truly understood who god was
0: yeah you know what i mean yeah, well, and that's how you find out character. You're mm-hmm. right. By reading the word of God and knowing who he is and knowing his voice because you're so in tune with script like you're reading his words in the Bible and you can you can determine if something mm-hmm. is not of of the Lord because you know his voice so intimately from reading the scripture. But we have we've been watered down and we've allowed things into our hearts and minds even because you can you can do that you can allow unrighteousness and sin into your heart so that you can be kind of blinded in certain areas and you have a hard time discerning between right and wrong Mm -hmm. and like we were saying earlier you can see that big time in the church right now discernment does not equal division and Mm -hmm. we have so much division in the church not and it used to be division was based off of um denominations, you know? Mm -hmm. It goes way beyond that now. It goes way beyond theological issues now. And like Jensen was saying, we've led in words by false teachers. Mm -hmm. So now we can't determine. And sometimes fault you know, teachers, there you'll have two teachers preaching from the same scripture, but one teacher will be saying, Oh, this is what this means and the Mm -hmm. other will be saying, This is what this means. And instead of looking to the word of God ourselves and basing it off of other parts of scripture and making sure it aligns with every part of scripture and God's character. Sometimes we just kind of choose which teacher we like the best Mm -hmm. or which one um, we've learned from for Mm -hmm. so many years. And there is something to say about building trust with somebody and knowing, okay, well this person's never said anything untruthful before. So I, Mm -hmm. I trust them. But like we were saying, people are fallible and people can change. I mean, Mm -hmm. you just always have to make sure. Yeah. That it doesn't matter who is saying it, that it aligns with scripture because that is the one thing that is not going to change. God's Mm. character will never change. It doesn't change with the times. It doesn't change with what's happening politically. Mm -hmm. It stays the same forever and ever and ever. And so it's so important to, to consult scripture and not our emotions, because Mm. that's another thing that we've been caught up in emotionally driven theology. And our emotions cannot be trusted. We can't trust our emotions. Our emotions are all over the place. I mean, they're so all over the place. We have to put our emotion up against truth. And we have to ask ourselves, am I driven more by the word or by my emotions? Am I more prone to call out a Christian who is speaking truth or the person that I love, who I know is living uh, contrary to what the Bible says Mm Because that can tell you a lot because sometimes we don't want to call someone out. And when I say call someone out, I don't mean like in a berating way or anything like that. But in a loving way, we don't want to ever tell anyone that what they're doing, you know, is sinful or whatever, because Mm -hmm. we are driven by emotions a lot of times. And so Mm -hmm. we'll be like, oh, you know what? Whatever they want to do is fine. Grace, grace, grace. Jesus loves them. I'd rather be mad at this Christian who's saying that what they're doing is wrong. Mm. And that doesn't line up with scripture. That's that's emotionally based theology. And our emotions, like I said, cannot be trusted. Our emotions will fail us every single time. Mm-hmm. And it's the same, like, even when you talk about marriage and Christianity, you can't base a covenant of marriage off of emotions yeah. because your emotions can be all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. you have to work hard for that. And it, it just, it goes... The same way with truth in the word of God, no matter how I feel, this is what it says. Mm -hmm. No matter how I want to believe or how easy it would be just to dismiss this part of scripture. This is what scripture says. And Mm -hmm. I cannot part from that. And if we do that, I think maybe we'd all have a lot more discernment. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I agree. One, I love the emotionally driven thing that you were talking about Mm because I think that that's another major issue um for believers right now too is you know you mentioned like in marriage i think one of the more popular book is it a book the five love languages yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. i think it's a Mm -hmm. book i'm sure everybody listening knows what it is but the five love languages it's like everybody feels loved Mm -hmm. in receiving a certain type of attention whether that's like physical touch gifts uh quality time affirmation What's the other one? The other one's, like,
0: doing things. Oh, um, acts of service. Acts of service, yeah. Yeah.
1: Effectively, the book talks about how you should learn your partner's love language. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, you know, positive affirmation is a way that I feel really loved by my husband. My husband does not care about positive affirmation. (laughs) Like, he cares more about, you know, acts of service or whatever. Anyway, I actually don't even know if that's right, but... (laughs) Shows you how much stock I put into the book. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with the five love languages. Like, if it's used correctly, there's nothing wrong with it. But what gets dangerous is when it's emotionally driven. So when someone says, like, well, I feel most loved when I receive gifts. And so, you know, like, say that's me. And so my husband starts getting me gifts. And I'm like, I feel so loved. This is – I feel so loved. Mm -hmm. This is so great. And then – there's a couple days where I don't get any gifts. So am I not loved anymore? Like, well, obviously not because he still loves me, but I'm not, he's not giving me what I desire. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think that that is where we kind of are with God, right? Like we, we don't, I, I know that my husband loves me even when we're fighting, even when I don't, um, you know, he's not being attentive to my love language or whatever. <laughs> I know that he loves me because I know his character and I trust his character. And I trust in the covenant that we made together. It's the same thing with God. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, God's going to be distant from us or anything like that. But things are going to go wrong in our lives. Things are going to make us feel like God's abandoned us. Mm-hmm. But that's a feeling. That's not the truth. Right. And making sure that we are rooted in truth is what is going to allow us the opportunity to discern between, you know, truth and lies. And mm-hmm. if we are really studying his word and being attentive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and listening to his voice, because he will, he will speak to us every single day through, through every, even like mundane tasks. If we are open to that and if we, if we pray for that, for him to speak to us, he will. And I think that it's only when we really lay our emotions at his feet and allow him to invade every part of us that we're able to fully discern
0: mm-hmm.
1: the way that we're meant to. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's so true. God is the only one who is not going to change. And another thing we have a hard time discerning is motives. We have a hard mm-hmm. time discerning friendships, good mm. friendships, like who we should be in friendships with versus who we shouldn't be in friendships with. It's not a great place for believers in America to be in right now. We're not I I feel like we're just kind of off collectively on mm. every side and we're quick to attribute feelings, like we're talking about emotions to the Holy Spirit without first making sure that your feelings are based in truth or that feeling that you had or whatever we're quick to say oh i felt like this so it must have been the holy spirit we have to make sure that that is based in truth and the holy spirit is never going to say anything to you that is not saturated in truth and isn't backed up by the word of god Mm -hmm. never He's never going to say anything that's contrary to scripture. And we're we're just quick to go off of our feelings. And that's just who we are, you know, as mm-hmm. as humans. Some people are more logical than others. Some people go by their emotions more than others. But collectively as humans, like we are naturally emotionally driven, but we're also quick to say that we can judge character well. But can we really? We're very, very quick to judge others and Mm -hmm. not judge our own hearts. And we're very quick to say, oh, that person, you know, this, this, and this. We have no idea how God is dealing with them. We Mm -hmm. have no idea. And it is one thing, like, yes, we should make sure our leaders are living and walking in righteousness. If there's Mm -hmm. a leader who is doing things contrary, actively doing things contrary to Scripture, yeah, they need to be called out. We're just very, very quick to judge others. And we judge the outward with such judgmental hearts without stopping to assess our own hearts. And I think... That's what's happening in the church. And we're all doing that to each other. Like, mm. oh, this person believes this about mass. So they must not be like walking mm-hmm. closely with the Lord right now. Or they would think this thing. Mm. Or this person believes this about Trump. And so they mm. mu- they can't be walking closely with the Lord or whatever. We're so quick to do that. And it's causing such division. And mm-hmm. you know the enemy is just just loving it. And it's mm-hmm. coming from both sides. Mm-hmm. And so truth has been so distorted because of our lack of just sermon because we've led in false false teaching Mm -hmm. we are not walking closely in scripture we're allowing division in our hearts first (laughs) which then goes out into the church even churches a church body can be very divided. I think mm-hmm. church bodies, it's not just this church is divided against this church. Church bodies are divided right now. Mm. We we just all need discernment. We all need to walk closely in scripture and we all need to reassess our hearts and say, okay, God, I know that I can be completely wrong about things. I want your discernment. I want to know what you say about things. I need to shut off these other voices that I'm listening to because I want to hear you. I want to be able mm-hmm. to hear exactly what you're saying, despite what anybody else is saying, whether they're right or wrong, especially if they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but even if they're right, like you are the one that I want to hear. hmm we've got to stop listening more to other voices outside mm-hmm. voices or christian voices or whatever and and making god's word our main priority mm-hmm. and everything else can be supplemental but whenever everything else is main priority and god's word is supplemental that's when that's that's another way discernment gets very thrown off in mm-hmm. our hearts and minds so action steps
1: Virginia, yes. we're ready.
0: So kind of instead of action steps today, I have more like verses that Ooh, we can meditate on. You got fancy. Um, <laughs> so maybe write this down. But pertaining to discernment, Proverbs 1-7, these are good verses to memorize or good verses just to, you know, go to when you mm-hmm. want to know more about what God's word says about having discernment. But Proverbs 1-7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so we lack, a lot of us lack a fear of the Lord. We are so inundated with grace, this grace culture, which thank God he gives us grace that is not to be belittled or anything like that. But God is also a just God. Mm -hmm. And we are to have a fear of him, a healthy fear of the Lord. And so without a healthy fear of the Lord, we are going to lack discernment. And Mm -hmm. so that's a good verse to memorize. And if you don't know what it means to fear the Lord, I would just encourage you um, to get in the word, to to read what it says about what happens if you're not a believer, because Mm -hmm. God is just, you know? And so justice means if you've done something wrong, you've got to pay for it unless Mm -hmm. someone has paid for it for you, which is Mm -hmm. Jesus. And so just learning God's character, learning the overarching story of the Bible, which we've been talking about a lot, that will help you understand too, how to have a healthy fear of the Lord. Because there are so many stories in the Bible like that where there has been a need for justice to be paid and pointing to Jesus to mm-hmm. fulfill that. Another one is James one five. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. And this is how we can have correct discernment, asking for wisdom. Because like we were saying, there are some things that may seem gray or that some people are teaching this passage means this or no, somebody else is saying it means this thing. And so asking God to give you wisdom um, and also aligning everything with other parts Mm -hmm. of scripture and Solomon asked for wisdom and Mm -hmm. he was given much wisdom. And it does say in the Bible that if you ask, it will be given. So ask for wisdom. And then Jensen, will you read Ephesians five, six through 10?
1: Yeah. So Ephesians five, six through 10 says, let no one deceive you with empty words, uh, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. For you once were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, and find out what pleases the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've been we' we have been and are being deceived by a lot of empty words right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of empty words. There's a lot of talk out there. You can hear opinions from basically anybody and it's uh we're not to be deceived by empty words we are to Mm -hmm. have discernment um to know to be able to recognize who's speaking empty words and who's speaking truth that's Mm -hmm. very important so that's a good verse to memorize or to meditate on or to to um act on (laughs) yeah And then 1 John 4, 1 says, beloved, uh, Jensen mentioned this one earlier, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. And so that's a big one. Test the spirits. It says it very clearly in the Bible. Make sure they always line up with scripture because there's a lot of people out there who just speak empty promises mm-hmm. and it's so important to test the spirits and it says very clearly in Deuteronomy 18 21 and 22 but you may wonder how will we know whether or not a prophecy is from the Lord if the prophet speaks in the Lord's name but his prediction does not happen or come true you will know that the Lord did not give that message that prophet has been uh has spoken without my authority and need not be feared so it's very important too to make sure that you are are listening to people who are speaking truth, like we've been saying, not to listen to empty words, to test the spirits, to always put everything up against that straight edge, mm-hmm. um, because the Bible is that straight edge. It's very clear. Do you want to read Romans twelve two?
1: Romans twelve two says, uh, "Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what what God's will is, His good and pleasing and perfect will." And if I think that if we as believers are going to take God at His word and and truly believe everything that Scripture says, then when we read um, or say the Lord's Prayer, where He's you know it says Thy Kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If we truly want that, then we have to be willing to transform our minds and allow Him to transform and renew our minds, so that. Everything about us, our thoughts, our actions, everything reflects Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah, righteousness is key, like Jensen was saying. And so we need to ask ourselves, what are we letting in our hearts and minds that distort our ability to hear God's voice? It's so important to walk in righteousness and to not walk in act of sin. If there's something that you're doing that you know is not, that you know is contrary to scripture and that God says not to do, don't play the grace card. It's not going to get you anywhere mm-hmm. like if you want to be able to discern god's voice you've got to walk in righteousness purposefully and not in a legalistic way not oh i have to follow this and this and this because the bible says to and blah 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 but because you love the lord and you want to walk in righteousness and you want to walk closely with him it's mm-hmm. so important and i was telling jensen earlier that my kids got this book for christmas called the song of the king by max is it Lucado or Lucado?
1: I, don't I always know. said Lucado, but is that not right?
0: I have no idea. We'll, we'll go with Lucado.
1: L-U-C-A-D-O.
0: Max Lucado. Lucado, my Lucado. Be if you know the correct pronunciation, <laughs> email, us. email us and make sure you either put the <laughs> long put A or the short A. Because we need to know. But anyway, it's a really cool book. And so basically, the story is that there are these three knights. And they're invited to this castle, and the prince lets them know hey, my father, the king, is going to give my sister to one of you in marriage, but you have to withstand this test first. And they're all like, oh, yeah, I'm a knight, I can do it. And the test is that they have to go through this really dark forest where there's all kinds of stuff in there that can, like, disillusion, cause disillusionments and mm-hmm. deception and stuff like that. And It's apparently this like really scary forest and they're all kind of nervous about it and they're like, okay, we'll do it. And they can take one partner with them. And so they're like, okay, but it's like a really dark and scary forest. How are we going to know? And you can't really see. So how are we going to know if we're getting close to the other side of the forest? The prince says, my father will be playing a flute and he'll be playing a specific song. And that's how you can know that you're near. And the prince is the only other person who has the same kind of flute. There are only two of these in the whole kingdom. The prince has one and the king has one. And the prince and the king are the only ones who can play that specific tune. And the prince says, my father's flute plays the same song. His song will guide you to the castle. And so there was, one of the knights was very wise and he decides to take the prince as his companion as his partner you it didn't they didn't say who you could choose or whatever you could choose whoever you wanted to so he's the only one who makes it through the forest and after he gets back they ask him how did you make it to the other side and he was like well it was really dark in there these little things called hapnots were playing almost the same exact tune it was a little off but because I brought the prince and he has the same exact flute as his father and it plays the same exact tune, I was able to tell the the tunes that were off, mm. the tunes that did not go exactly with the flute. Hmm. That the king was playing, or the king asked him, how did you hear my song? He said, I chose the right companion. And he revealed that the prince was his companion. He said, I knew there was only one who could play the song as you do. So I asked him to travel with me. As we journeyed, he played. I learned your song so well that though a thousand false flutes try to hide your music, I could still hear you. Mm -hmm. I knew your song and followed it. So that's, that's what it's like for us with discernment. Though a thousand other voices are saying all these other things, we are able to hear the one true voice because we're walking closely with the Father and we have the Holy Spirit inside of us.
1: That's awesome. I like that book. That's really cool. I know. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's really cute too. All
0: right. And then the next one is Philippians 1, 9 through 10. This is our last verse.
1: So Philippians 1, 9 through 10 says, And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. And – whether or not we're close to, you know, the Lord returning or not, we're closer than we were yesterday. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And we want to be ready and we want to be able, we want to, to enter into that with like walking as closely as we can with him. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to, we want discernment. We want to be able to discern his voice. Um, if things start getting worse and worse and, no matter how things are, even if things were great, we want to be able to discern his voice and know it mm-hmm. very clearly. Yeah. And so we just really need to pray that discernment will rise up in the hearts of believers in 2021. That's, that's one of my prayers and for me too. Not just like, Oh God, this, the church needs discernment. I need discernment yeah, too. too. Like it's very important. Yeah. And so that needs to be our prayer. It's, it's so clear that we have a problem and it goes beyond theo- theological issues mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot at play right now, and we just need to to make sure that our hearts are are willing and prepared, and are walking closely with the Lord, so that we can discern what's true and what's false, and that we're not believing contradictions to Scripture and believing that contradictions to Scripture are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we just really need we need discernment in the body of believers. Yeah, big time.
1: I agree. So if you have any questions or comments or topic ideas, please, please email us at GenuineLovePodcast at gmail.com. Just another reminder that we are going to be doing uh, an episode on a book called Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin. And if you want to get that book, it's not expensive. I mean, it's on Amazon and a bunch of other places. I saw it on thriftbooks.com, I think yesterday, the day before, uh, for like $3.99 so
0: we had a winner from our instagram yes it was julia julia congratulations
1: (laughs) so she better read it and listen to that episode (laughs) so yeah shout out to julia for winning that and we'll do more giveaways and stuff like that in the future as well um but yeah we would love for you to read along and and uh yeah read that book alongside us
0: all right well we will talk to y'all next week see thank you, you week, for guys. listening make sure to share with your friends yes share with everybody oh gosh jensen <laughs> y'all should see jensen right now she's wrapped up in a blanket I'm like wrapped a up turban. it's over my head i can't all i can see literally all i can see is her face oh and your hands i'll see your hands yeah
1: so my face and my hands your face and your what hands. what a look
0: all right we'll talk to y'all next week bye guys bye